0: From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good afternoon to you. It's exactly noon here, Central Time, in the great state of Texas. OneRadioNetwork.com, Patrick Timpone. Looking forward to this uh, chat, and uh, as serendipitous as it is, we have a chance to talk with a guy who I think really kind of hones in on some of the good stuff that goes on on the earth plane the world of finance, uh, geopolitics, um, and how it's all interconnected together. He's a commentator, researcher. His website is Gold Goats and Guns, and you can do a little Patreon thing like I do and get all kinds of good stuff that we'll tell you about. His name is Tom Luongo. He's in the great state of Florida, and he has a cigar. So, I mean, are you just like celebrating DeSantis' big win, or
1: no? Yeah, you don't care about that. Hi, Tom. Yeah, I'm celebrating here in Florida, but I'm not celebrating about anything else. Yeah. Like, yeah. So.
0: Okay. What do you think the election results, if any, will have any kind of meaningful effect on our listeners around the world, or in, say, United States? At all. Do you think it's going to matter to their lives at all what happened yesterday? Oh, yes. Do you? Do. Tell me. Tell me.
1: No, I, I'm not. I'm not happy about what happened yesterday at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I think what happened yesterday was exactly the worst possible result. twice um, a that? minor A minor win by the House under these conditions uh, by the GOP in the House and maybe one seat in the Senate is not a good is not a good result. It just validates everybody. It validates Mitch McConnell saying MAGA can't win against the Democrats. It validates the Democrats thinking that they have a an agenda that resonates with people. It gives Davos every uh, all mm. the uh, the ammunition they need to continue to drive a wedge between left and right in the United States and set us on the path toward towards dissolution and civil war. I mean, that's what I saw. Yeah. And they're going to now they're going to push the financial markets in directions that are going to try and defend Europe against the United States. The Democrats are going to feel like they have the opportunity, even though the GOP is going to have a nominal maybe three to five, se- I mean, three to five seats Nothing. under these conditions. Nothing. Are you kidding? Like this is Reagan level. This should be Reagan level destruction of the Democrats. And the fact that it's not tells you uh, two things. One, they're very sophisticated and they're cheating. OK, fine. So they stole some seats. <laughs> But that's not the interesting part. The reality is. That too many people actually believe this, I can't even like, oh, my God, these evil Republicans are Nazis and they're going to kill us all. I like,
0: agree with you. There's well,
1: enough people yeah. gaslit in this country into believing this nonsense.
0: I agree. That, I agree.
1: And then you and then you attenuate. I was talking with my, my partner, Dexter White, about this this morning, and he made the salient point to saying, look, Part of the problem with our expectations were that too much of right wing media is now centered here in Florida, and the what happens in Florida did not translate outside of say Florida, Texas, to a lesser extent Georgia, no. and um, yeah, it didn't resonate around the country. And we got we got that kind of we got a little bit of myopia from what we're seeing here in Florida, which was you know exactly what you would expect to see, hmm. but it did not translate around the country, and it should have. Now, some of that is going to be very sophisticated mail and voter cheating, and some of that is just, you know, people are this open. country is fundamentally divided. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, you know, to think about the majority, or I don't know what the term would be, Tom Longo, of people that really believe in a socialist Marxist kind of open borders, you know. Uh, defund the police trans and you know all this stuff more vaccines that's troubling isn't it as a culture what we're it, dealing
1: it, with it, oh, it absolutely yeah. is. It, it absolutely tells you that I hate to say it but oh. you know those on the, all right, that have been warning us about replacement theory and all this stuff they're not wrong like they hate us they despise us and you know they're setting our they're setting us all against each other and I hate to sound like this. I'm, this is the last thing I wanted to see. What I wanted to see was the same thing I, saw, I wanted to see in twenty twenty. I wanted to see a turnout from normal people show up and tell them that's enough. Yeah. And have it be so big that they have to they have to swallow a lie, and they did swallow that lie, and then they transferred, then and then they and and then they transferred that that first swallow into a and, tra- and transformed it into a big gulp. But in two years and that's where we are today and i i, I i'm telling you that scares me more than anything else hmm. i mean I, I see some bright spots around the country i see a steel i see a steel in in you know in in uh in uh, uh virginia beach i see a plus three i see three turnovers or clawback three seats in southern new york my my stomping grounds where i grew up in rockland Puttland, mm. rockland putnam orange county i grew up in orange county so watching those seats all get clawed back to the to the republicans that's a good sign maybe even you know maybe even um you know western or western connecticut on the other side of the hudson river you know the danbury area that looks like it may may go red okay great so what did they get 10 seats 12 seats they're gonna get rid but they're but but they targeted a lauren bobert out and out and Western Colorado, they're going to get her by a point like and you know that and, and you know, they, they took care of Boebert just because like they wanted to rub your nose in. It, right. They're rubbing your nose in it over Cargill Lake and you know, masters out in our Arizona and our Arizona is a mess. It's likely going to go to courts likely at the end of the day, most likely, you know, either Cargill Lake is and, and and company are going to prove the massive, massive voter fraud in Maricopa County or we're going to have a replay of 2020. Yeah. Now, I don't think that... Um, I don't think that... Uh, Kari Lake is going to roll over here. I think she's too much of a friggin'. Wow. I think she's just too based for this stuff. Yeah. I just don't think she's going to go roll over. And yeah, there, there's but, still
0: that 49.7 of 50.3 with... And theoretically, sixty-six percent—they haven't put anything up for three or four, or five hours. What are they doing out there? Of course there? not. What are they
1: doing? Of course, they're not going to. Now, I think there's a strategy here. I think the GOP is holding back votes in certain areas, and I think the Democrats, i think everybody's playing chicken. So, who's going to drop? Who's <laughs> going to drop the last lot of ballots on the on the table first? Because they understand what the what what the thing is here. Yeah. Like they don't understand what the what the deal is. And I think they're I think there's a very sophisticated game of chicken that's happening in Arizona. But I also think that at the same time, they're probably also documenting the evidence of just how bad the cheating was. So we'll see. So when it comes down to it, you know, that's fine. Like, but none of that should matter. None yeah. of this should matter. I know. You know, this should be this should have been the bankrupting of George Soros. Have him spend a couple hundred million dollars on ele- on a, on you know, elections that he could not influence. And guess what? He's getting he's getting more friggin dopamine hits on his God complex. Like this is a bad thing. Now, I know for a fact here in Florida that the Democratic Party pretty much pulled out of here in June. Okay, Charlie Chris lost by 20 points because they gave because the same packs that gave Andrew Gillum 20 plus million dollars in 2018 gave Charlie Chris six hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Okay, so Charlie Chris had no chance of winning. Yeah. Hmm. He won five counties out of 67. all right and he didn't even win a lateral County like the People's Republic of Gainesville right right north of where I live or right south of where I live um he only won that by 10 by 20 points like Alach County goes anything less than 70 30 Democrat it's a blow you know it's a blowout for the Republicans they went 60 40. so even in even in the People's Republic of Alachua County Charlie Chris got his hat handed to him but Miami-Dade went to DeSantis, even Demi Wasserman Schultz with the redistricting. She only won by 10 mm-hmm. points in West Broward. So, you know,
0: George, to wants, say it. George wants to know he's in Cincinnati. He wants to know if Tom Luongo thinks that this was a bad night for Trump because DeSantis is so strong and some of Trump's nah. guys lost. And, and
1: this is actually plays right into the GOP strategy to destroy Ron DeSantis why is that to pump the Santa to pump the Santas up they're going to put Trump in jail over January 6th or some other trumped up kangaroo charges what they're going to do in the next 10 because this wasn't strong enough to have the squishy Democrats not vote party line what needed to happen here was 70 seats in the house seven seats five to seven seats in the Senate and now all of a sudden all those Democrats who were up for re-election in 2024 You can write her, you can literally go in and go, okay, no, we're getting rid of Joe Biden, and you're gonna vote for that. Otherwise, you are never gonna get a dollar from us. By the way, the people who are saying that are Wall Street.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. So once you understand what the real dynamic is here, like the the impeachment of Joe Biden, the evisceration of his administration would have happened with anything north of forty seats in the House and three to four seats in the Senate. That is off the table. And now Mitch McConnell, a different kind of traitor and Vandal, gets to run his script the same way John Boehner and company ran their script on the Tea Party back in 2010. Hmm. The, the, The Uniparty collapsed to protect itself. And now they're going to go after Trump with both barrels. And they want DeSantis to be the guy to jump from Florida into the race in 2024 so they can destroy him too
0: well it's an interesting analysis
1: that's that that is the clearest freaking <laughs> you can just see this thing freaking written right up on the really? whiteboard wow absolutely wow. like i i i this is why i'm so freaking angry today hmm. because if they seduce desantis into this or better yet they give him no other options just like Putin is being taken just like all of Putin's economic options are being taken off the table in Ukraine yes, that he is only left with military options mm-hmm. well what do you think they're doing to to the to the to to Americans who don't want to be um turned into Euro trash commies same thing what what, what 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 Hobson's choice is being put in front of us because that's the only way you can I you can analyze what is actually happening. When you start thinking in terms of what Hobson's choice are they putting in front of us? What poop sandwich do we have to take a bite of? This one or that one? Hmm. Once you identify the two poop sandwiches, now you know what your choice is going to be. You know what their strategy is. That's how I analyze all of this stuff now. And, it, and every time I do that, I come up I come up a cropper every time. I come up a winner every time. Like It's, ab, it's, 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 it's surreal at this point so the big the people who are laughing their, their the hardest this morning are king charles the third and Claude Schwab.
0: global global ultimate global all right uh
1: so so what would So do, this is not so this cigar is not a, a, a just to say one last uh, celebrate thing. this cigar is not a celebratory cigar this is my coping mechanism <laughs>
0: That's right. Hey. If I do that, I'll because kill the only,
1: somebody. Re, the only thing I'm missing here is a double whiskey to go along with it. And a pair of, and a pair of sunglasses and some SPF 50,000.
0: <laughs> so right. so, just, so just because of, so you think they're going to really indict Trump? They're going to really indict him and go after him?
1: Of course they
0: are. Yeah. Wow. Of course he's there. Of course they are. Yeah. Of course oh, they are. And what would happen?
1: They'll, they'll get him on the same thing they got Steve Bannon on refusing a congressional subpoena even though everybody knows it's a kangaroo court. Trump if he was smart and not a, and not a uh, and not an embedded egoist should show up and then just eviscerate them publicly because that would that because that would be pay-per-view that would be that, that would drive revenue enough to balance the budget. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, maybe he'll you will know, do that maybe it's attorneys responding up to good, do good but you know
1: yeah. then again that's another hobson's choice oh we get to balance the budget no we, we get to spend more money on ukraine we get to spend more money on training bathrooms we get to spend more, more more money on on preparing your kids to be groomed by pedos like isn't this it's it, it doesn't matter like it, it just doesn't matter the only way this ends is if you take away they're the key you take away the punch bowl, and the Federal Reserve is trying to do that now. And the thing that bothers me when I really play this all the way out is the Fed is clearly at war with the Treasury, clearly at war with Davos, and clearly at war with the European banks, clearly at war with the Bank of England. This is the this is the last this is the last attempt of by sovereign Americans to try and finally put paid the promise of the American Revolution. Because the English have been running our banking system and foreign policy since the day after Cornwallis surrendered at Yorktown. Right. Like, there's nothing has changed here in 250 years. So, if I'm right about my analysis of the Fed and the, and the money center banks in New York, who, by the way, are all moving to Miami, <laughs> Wall Street will be, you know, is going to be South, South Beach is going to be the new Wall Street.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: A- FYI. And FYI, the hookers are better looking down here. Yeah, I
0: think they had suntan. So, yeah. I
1: mean, you know, South Beach, come on. Like, let's, you know, let's not kidding. Me. But, so, if, you know, when you say the Fed, a, though, not you're to not talking to, because, you know vitamin D. Right.
0: You know, you're not talking about uh, the Fed chairman. You're talking about the people that own the Federal Reserve Banks.
1: I'm, I, I am yeah. actually also talking about the Fed chairman. Absolutely. Okay, Jerome Powell is, is oh, yeah, no, absolutely. He was put in place by these people to during the Trump administration in order to try and stop this freight train this commie freight train from taking us all to the showers, uh,
0: and he's doing that by raising interest rates now.
1: By, by raising interest rates, because now you hmm. kill the euro dollar markets. Now you now, as Daniel DiMartino Booth has, has put it quite ex, quite explicitly, Jerome Powell is trying to to hmm. um, effect a controlled demolition of the of the uh, the leverage loan markets. Now, what she won't say is that it's the offshore leverage loan market the thing that blew up the uk guilt market which blew up the uk pensions which caused the fall of list trust now that's a well, now, that, that was an operation that's a little financial that an internal operation. Yeah, that's a little that financial geeky operation. can
0: you explain in english what you
1: yeah yeah no this is the problem now now i got to get into stuff that people will look at me and go i don't understand well that's all right also, you
0: can make it make it understandable
1: I'll, i will do my best and hopefully the the my my video won't yeah i see like it's, crap out here. it's it's i'm getting so i'm getting slideshowy because there's a storm coming in and i'm on satellite i'm on starlink um it's not Elon musk's fault it's actually been really quite good but today we have a tropical storm coming in from far from hmm. and you know i'm starting to see clouds from that but well, maybe we can get thing. through this yeah. yeah maybe let's hope so the the source of europe's real power the old colonial bank the old colonial european banks from the bank of england to the British Crown and all of their offshore funds and and the Amsterdam banks and the Milan banks and the even the Swiss banks and all of it, right? All that old colonial money. And I hate, hesitate to put the Swiss in that, that category, but some of them are. The source of their power is from the offshore dollar markets. We have onshore dollars which, which circulate in the domestic economy. And the Fed has control over that. And when the Fed raises and lowers interest rates, the most control that they really have is over domestic the domestic flow of money okay right we you know they raise interest rates we retard the domestic flow for money that's this size right that's this big it actually fits on the screen Mm
2: -hmm.
1: let's see if i can get this (laughs) centered properly on the camera the offshore dollar markets are this big okay like way off screen they're orders of magnitude bigger than the onshore dollar markets okay Mm -hmm. so once you understand that that when the fed raises interest rates it transmits through the cost of dollars overseas, okay, All right? Interest rates on dollars overseas go up commensurately. So they go to 4%. Well, I got news for you. What used to be 0% money in the Euro dollar futures market or half a percent money in the Euro dollar futures market, which is where this money is then used as reserves and levered up through loans and everything else, the same way it is here. If you understand fractional reserve banking here in the United States, well, I got news for you. The offshore banking system with dollars as the currency not the local currency but actual honest to god dollars being held in offshore foreign banks hong kong singapore milan frankfurt city of london you name it all around the world they can lever that money up and fractionally reserve it just like we can yes yes now it's orders of magnitude bigger so when the fed cut Fed raises interest rates here our banks you know depending on you know the way the 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 banking system, the health of the banking system here may be able to absorb 4%. But can the offshore dollar markets, which are levered 10, 12, 13, 14 times?
0: Ah, okay. Beginning to No, the state.
1: they yeah. can't. They're incredibly vulnerable to all of this. They're incredibly vulnerable to all of this. So much more so. That's why the UN came out and complete stop raising interest rates. That's why the BIS said this. That's why everybody said this. That's why the European Union is complaining about the cost of US LNG. That's why they're all complaining. Stop it. We're supposed to subsidize us. We're good Europeans. We're the, we're the goodies. You're just the Yanks. You're our, you're our shock troops to go do the things that we want to do around the world so that we can have cheap Chinese crap you know, brought in to, to pacify the masses. And the Russians are supposed to sell us cheap gas. And the North Africans are supposed to clean our toilets. And Eastern Europeans are supposed to keep our networks running. <laughs> and cook our food oh that's the indians sorry they're only allowed to cook our food because we all like indian food apparently
0: so what's going to be the downside then then, then, then when this thing plays so out the more the
1: fed this is, so the fed raising interest rates as aggressively as they are is prima facie evidence that the fed and wall street are done with this nonsense wow. after 250 years of this they're done and the reason that they can they can hold out longer than the european banks can than the offshore dollar markets can is because we now index our debt domestically to the rate known as SOFR, the the Secured Overnight Funding Rate, which is a market-driven rate designed to allow our in, our debt to be indexed relative to the demands for money in the domestic markets. Previously, we indexed all our debt to LIBOR. So when the banks got in trouble, City so of London banks raised the LIBOR and that just forced all of our banks to go into, friggin', you know, all of our loans to go into receivership, even though our banks weren't in trouble. But people had to couldn't no longer afford to pay their mortgages because libor was blowing out worse and everything else so what you're seeing not that this is really through the what you're seeing in the markets today and i've been charting SOFR versus libor both one month and three month libor for months now or for close to a year now what i what i keep seeing is libor having to anticipate where they think the fed is going to raise interest rates to or know where the fed's going to raise interest rates to and then and the spread between those interest rates tells you what what the Fed's going to do next because they have to anticipate that because on Fed, on Fed Funds Decision Day, right, they've got to be there so that the next day when, when SOFR goes up by the amount that the Fed raised, then everything can be brought back into balance. The point is that this is causing the European Central Bank the Bank of England and other central banks to have to trash their currencies to maintain these spreads. This is why the euro has dropped from a dollar twenty-two at the beginning of the year to a dollar. This is why the pound is down from a dollar forty-two down to a dollar fourteen. The Japanese yen wow. blew up from one hundred and four to one hundred and forty-seven. This is what's going on. This is why the dollar is rising. Okay.
0: Interesting. This, yeah. Now, U.S. index is way up there, right? Hmm.
1: U.S. Now, the U.S. dollar index is probably going to take a breather for a little bit because the Democrats are in control. And that's and people are 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 anticipating and you know people are anticipating that the um, that the Democrats are going to have a freer hand to spend because the Republicans didn't win a major majority. Yeah, Ukraine. Right? Whatever. So yeah, right whatever. now we have that. So the thing I'm worried about more than anything else, of course, is. Since we know that they need more spending in order to get the Fed to stop raising interest rates, they need Congress to sabotage the Fed. How do you sabotage the Fed? You pass a whole bunch of spending that the Fed is forced to monetize. Right. The Fed gets blamed for this, but it's actually Congress that does this. Congress pushes through a stupid bill, the Inflation Reduction Act, not that there was actually, that's not that it, that's actually a very bad bill, but let's just use that. trillion worth of spending. Likely not actually going to be, the bill's not actually going to be that, but let's just assume for argument's sake that it does. And let's also assume that there's no appetite to stuff foreign central banks anymore with U.S. Treasuries. So guess what happens when the Treasury tries to run an auction? The Fed buys it. Well, the Treasury auctions off some Treasuries, um, some Treasury securities. There's no foreign demand. There's There's some domestic demand. And then whatever's left over has to be bought by law by the primary dealer banks, who then have to then turn right around and reball all that over to the Fed, sell it all to the Fed. And the Fed wants to putting it on its balance sheet and the Fed's balance sheet expands. And then everybody, uh, uh, you know, and their brother complains that the Fed is printing money again.
0: Hmm. Yeah, the Fed's got nine, almost nine trillion today on their balance sheet. Nine.
1: And there and that balance sheet is is and that balance sheet is shrinking they're trying to shrink it China. by at the rate of over 100 billion dollars a month hmm. and everybody's screaming and m2 is going into reverse not m2 velocity m2 itself so big She's picture in, in this, this movie we've tricking. got the
0: fed and the globalists right this is the in in, in our it's
1: in, one group of globalists versus another group of globalists. yeah right
0: because like, that's what i was about to say they're globalists too in their own right
1: right, right? but in their own way but in, not in the same way that these that the that the that i mean this is a different thing hmm. like at the end of the day these people in europe have to default before they can go back to having any kind of rational banking system huh their their pensions are all so in arrears they're all like what happened in the uk with the leverage bets against uk guilds that blew up the pension system in the uk is you can replicate that all across europe
2: hmm.
1: because when the because when there all these currencies were at and all these these currencies this debt was at the zero bound in order for these pension funds to get any yield whatsoever, they had to take leverage bets in the futures market and leverage bets against futures on of treasuries, UK gilts, German bunds, Italian BTPs, whatever. All of that leverage is now being reversed dramatically, and they're all like capital short now. They don't have enough collateral to 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 cover their um their their liabilities for the pension system. So the pension system in Europe is completely kaput. George Soros keeps saying over and over again, "They have we have to default on the debt and go for perpetual bonds. He keeps saying this. That's the plan. They're going to default on $15 trillion worth of European sovereign debt. Roll it all up into the ECB. Roll all the political power up into the European Commission Whoa. and issue consuls perpetual debt at probably a quarter or half a point for the, or even two points in perpetuity and then collapse everything into a digital euro issued by the ECB directly with programmable money and can complete and total surveillance.
0: So this is that great reset idea that they've been kind of working on for a long time, right? Whatever they, yeah.
1: wow. And the political result here in the United States in the midterms gave them all the ammunition that they could get out of the midterms to advance this agenda as far as they could, because now you're going to have a Congress fighting amongst itself you're not going to have a republicans that have gotten a strong mandate from the people to stop the spending so now hmm. that paves the way for mi6 and nato and all the rest of them to gin up a freaking honest to god war between the united states and the russians over ukraine which will justify a whole slew of trillions of dollars worth of war spending which the Fed will have to monetize, and in order for the Fed to monetize that, they're gonna to have to go back to the zero bound.
0: They're gonna to have to That's go back your to Hopkins
1: where choice. You can have World War Three or you can lose your republic.
0: Oh great. That's a good choice, you know. Yeah. So
1: um oh by the way we're also we've also engineered a diesel fuel shortage and a food shortage yes, and a supply chain crisis and a health crisis and everybody's dying of myocarditis and the cot shot and everything else and oh by the way you know if that's if that's not if that's not bad enough for you well then you know we might as well just set up a, a tactical nuke or two and you know you can dodge radiation fields and you wonder why i'm smoking a cigar while we well,
0: i think so uh, you should have some scotch i think <laughs> I have some
1: so unfortunately i'm going right out after this and i'm going to go driving and i'm going to go do my wednesday game night with my friends and i'm and, going to like yeah. like tune out for six hours so that i don't go crazy so no i can't do that
0: so uh, tom luongo is with us patrick Timpone, one radio network.com let's do a quick little break tom thanks for being here i knew this was a good time to have him on there because man what a trip huh well you know you just, this is what you bargain for when you get mr luongo we're going to tell you about what tom will uh can do for if you want to join up his little, uh, uh, his um, Patreon thing and this is important because these fellows out there that, that do this work, like even myself too that, you know, we don't really work for a living, we do this stuff and <laughs> there's no, you know, we don't get a W-2 thing, you know, we just got to create dollars where we can such as they are, so support guys like Tom and the other people that we have on and myself as you do by buying the products, so it's a beautiful thing and we appreciate it um, I would like to tell you that this product here is one of the things that I have done for a long time, and it's legal. Uh, it's legal, and uh, it's it's a great product. It is pure sulfur, and I mean it. Um,
2: well, listen
1: here. In this country, the sulfur levels have been dropping. There was an alarm that went out to the Congress, and and this was in 1932 or 34 when this big warning came out. Uh, mineral quantities have been dropping in the U.S. for quite a while, and especially as farmland got worn out. Uh, notable of things was the sulfur, and if you had been eating high-sulfur foods all of your life, you may be getting enough sulfur, but we're not, and the sulfur content in foods is is way low. And really, you need sulfur. The number one thing that sulfur does is it detoxifies the cells.
0: Thank you, George. George Altkelt on a previous show. He's a biologist, chemist, and knows a lot about agriculture. The number one thing, he says, is sulfur detoxifies the cells. This is pure sulfur. Very few of them are. Three prices, three locations, United States, Canada, and worldwide Click an order, see the ad right hand side on oneradionetwork.com. And ladies and gentlemen, the jury, it is no quinkadink that the uh, glyphos, which are in full force, using them more than ever, disrupts the sulfur cycle. Per Stephanie Seneff, MIT, she, this is all she does. Is, and uh, so, you know, uh, get a little extra here. I think it could help you out a little bit. Yeah. Previously with Daniel Vitalis, talking about elk velvet antler from Sir Thrival.
2: Elk antler or deer antlers products are probably the most regenerative substance that we can find in nature, at least for mammals. A couple things that I think are really cool about it is Mm -hmm. that it's got six types of collagen. Yeah, so that's really that's really amazing. When you think about the antler of an elk
1: or a deer, these are an organ that grow in just three months' time and then fall off, and the very next year, they grow back. Mammals don't typically regenerate organs that fall off, but antlers from all of the cervid mammals are completely regenerated. In order for them to regenerate, they need to contain substances that cause regeneration, and that's like the 24 growth factors that we find in elk velvet antler.
2: Regeneration,
0: we like that word. Growth factors, we love that word. For boys and girls, that's you. Exclusively from Sir Thrival and exquisitely produced. Daniel Vitalis, OneRadioNetwork.com If you live in the city and shower with street water, it's not a good idea. Uh, you You know what they put in there. This is the only filter we've ever come across over many years that will get virtually everything out of your shower. Virtually everything. It has a little, well as much as we've ever seen any shower filter the entire white thing that you're seeing there is filled jammed with filter they don't know uh, uh, rafi who we know created this and uh, it has taken stuff well i won't get into it now i don't have time but i actually have uh, well, i will tell you a little bit i've got copper pipes with rainwater rainwater is very aggressive water it's very soft there's no minerals it pulled out the copper out of my copper pipes we put in 25 years ago And I would get all this green copper tinge in my shower thing because, and I didn't know if that copper was good for my body, but anyway, I did all kinds of filters and this is the only one that got it out. And that's how he got turned on to it. Check it out. It's on our website, oneradionetwork.com. So no matter where you are, you will get one of these guys. They're very inexpensive. I think a hundred bucks or something. They last a year. And if you shower, you can also fill your bathtub with it with a little attachment. This is the way to go. And it's just one extra, you know, thing you can do so yuck stuff doesn't get in your body. And, you know, you know what I mean. So, check it out. It's on oneradionetwork.com. Omica Shower Filters. Where am I here? Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com. Mr. Tom Luongo is here with us. Uh, Tom, tell, tell folks about your, your service you do on Patreon. You get videos. I love your videos. You teach me how to stuff, you charts and graphs and stuff. It's fun. Mm. How does that work?
1: Sure. All right. Well, the, 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 the Patreon service is really quite simple. There's two tiers. Um, there's everything except the newsletter, and then there's the newsletter. The newsletter is simply a, a monthly uh, bespoke uh, piece of work, uh, all original material, with a portfolio of stock picks that i think you know help give you an idea of how you should be investing at this moment in time and and to deal with and to try and protect your wealth as best you can along the ethos of gold goats and guns Being gold being your your savings go- goats being your your big caps your industry style stocks and guns being your defensive positions that hedge against your primary thesis so it's simple not a not, not a particularly you know original investment strategy of your high yield you have your you, you have your your big caps and then you have some hedges hmm. um and of course since i'm a you know i am who i am and i see the way the i see the world the way i, I do you know that's going to be primarily focused on commodities extraction gold a variety uh, a variety of things like that but there's all sorts of stocks in there so yeah. don't 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 kid yourself it's not just that so um i do what i generally try and do is find stocks that are good representation of a particular sector you can go use that as an idea. Ooh, I think this sector is interesting. Maybe I should go research the rest of that sector. And hey, I, I have I have plenty of patrons who tell me all the time this is this stock's better than that one in this sector. I'm like, yeah, you're right, but I'm already here. I'm not changing. So and then you know, we'll talk about it. The rest of the service is a mixture of private blogs and private articles some of which get reworked into public blogs mm-hmm. and uh what I call the morning munchings it's just like every other financial guy out there like Bill Blaine has his morning porridge while I've got the morning munchings like I go out my you know, just like my goats go out and they do their morning they do their morning routine to go fill their bellies and then they come back and they chew their cud for the rest of the afternoon right so this is just my, my my notebook my thoughts about what I think is going on in the world if I see something interesting that I want to talk about you know I throw it out there and uh at least twice a week and then there are The market reports every wednesday and every sunday which are private video podcasts of both commentary about the news of the last couple of days and then extensive charts and technical analysis of the strategic markets and how that ties into all the things that i'm talking about Mm. so all the stuff i've talked about today my patrons have heard me say a thousand times while also while, while, while i'm talking about the euro dollar futures curve and the german italian bund spreads and you know where gold is and where bitcoin is and where the dow is and, yeah. and all of that so um and then of course people ask me for their own you know for for cold chart reads on maybe stocks that they they're interested in and i'm happy to do that yeah. as well
0: so. well it's really fun i learned a lot from it um at the risk of throwing you a softball underhand you gotta you gotta believe though that a guy like you with the noodle that you have the, the lovely mind is it's got to help you make better decisions of where you're going to put your money right it's got to it does got to
1: it does but the problem is is that the difference between there's an infinite gulf between telling other people what to do with their money Mm -hmm. or what they they, and then what you do with your own yeah and you know I'll never forget reading one of the 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 late great Neil Peart the, the the drummer from Rush um talked about this a lot. He's like, I made all, I've made all this money in my life, but, you know, I'm a drummer, and that means that drummers can't hold on to their money. And I'm like, I was chatting with my partner the other day about this, and he's like, we were talking about, you know, re- retirement strategies and all this stuff, and I'm like, dude, I'm a drummer, I'm, I'm bad with money. <laughs> so, you're a guitar player, you're not. Like, it's just the way things are. Like, I, I, I'm i gonna work until I drop, because I'm, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know how to, I, I, I can tell you when to get out of a trade, but I can't get out of a trade. Really? And so I don't.
0: You get, you get emotionally I actually, attached. I'm to actually.
1: It? I'll give you an. I'll, I'm a perfect example of a guy who shouldn't be managing his own money, but who should be working with a guy to shape the portfolio and then let him make the trades. But And, that's mean, is. That's and this is just. This is just years of. This is just years of hard work and and self uh, reflection. And I I don't have any. I don't have any filter when it comes to this stuff. So, yeah. you know, it, it may sound like an indictment, but it really is just the fact is that I have the wrong personality type for these kinds of things. I can analyze, but I can't trade. And there are different, those are different personalities. Mm-hmm. So it's more the, it's like the mad scientist mm-hmm. versus the engineer.
0: Most folks have their, their wealth, I guess, their 401ks and all that time. They want to go in the stock market, right? So talk to us yeah. on this uh, after election day, November 9th. What kind of risks are they facing the next 12 months? I mean, it's a long time, but, you know. What you?
1: 12 months is a long time. I yeah. want to get us through the next two.
0: Mm. Next two?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the next two are, well, until, until the Congress is set. Yeah. Oh, that's and, true. And, yeah. and the fallout of the, uh, of the transition period mm. and what that's going to look like. And, you know, there's a lot going on now. Yeah. The big question is the following. Are we going to see a massive escalation of hostilities? Kinetic hostilities that will drive capital into the United States as opposed to out of it. This election result in a big in, at the big global capital flow. Think of capital as a wave that sloshes around the world. Hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's and it goes to where it's treated best, which is ultimately going to be the low spots. This is water. Hmm. So, in that in this in this metaphor, the best way to look at it is that like you want to be in the low spot. Because that's where the water is going to go to and because that's where you know and you don't want to be on the high ground because that's where the water is going to leave so the best way to think of it in that respect is if you know at at a at a global capital flow level and this is something that martin armstrong likes to talk about and i'm a student of martin's and (laughs) and martin has taught me this over the years and i had to finally bow to that type of analysis and I and, and I do I, I don't always agree with Martin but you know there's, there's room to not agree with the way things go in this life sure, sure. but the general gist of how to analyze markets oh no I think he's absolutely right that you look at global capital flow so now the big question is is when you when you look at the maneuvers in politics right this is a long way of getting around to trying to explain what I'm thinking mm-hmm. when you look at politics and you look at political results capital signals off of that they make decisions based on that they also smartly enough are usually ahead of the curve because the people with the real money are the ones closest to the political decisions and they start subtly moving their money beforehand Hmm. and so you can always pick up trends and changes in capital flow before it becomes readily apparent now there's different ways of analyzing markets technically to come up with what works for you as a system to see the world, I use a I use a particular uh, um, uh, a quantitative quantitative model. Martin uses drawn lines on charts and trend lines and all the other stuff. Other people use MACD and RSI and moving average series and you know Elliott wave theory. And everybody has their different system. <coughs> and to be honest with you, I'm not even sure that that any of them are good, bad, or indifferent. They are just really tailored to the type of person that you are mm-hmm. and the type of personality you. Mm-hmm you know that that fits your personality so we in generally kind of always come up to the same conclusions so now as American investors we have to think okay so where's the money going to go well clearly technology is under is in trouble the Nasdaq is in trouble The F, the broader S&P 500 is not is, is underperforming the Dow Jones so the Dow Jones has always been the thing that um is a good proxy for the flow of international capital offshore capital into and out of U.S. markets, so this is primarily what I look at because I'm a global macro-focused kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? So I I look around and I see that the Dow is outperformed other stock markets, other major indices like the DAX, the FTSE, the the CAC 40 in France, the certainly the Chinese stock markets, the Hang Seng and in in, in, uh, in Hong Kong and Taiwan, and and even oh, the only one that's not outperformed the Dow is the Nikkei 225, right? actually the Nikkei has actually even outperformed gold hmm. as far as bad as gold has been this year gold has still outperformed everything else stocks around the world are down between 25 and 30% gold is down 8 to 10%. So even even though this is a even though this is a deflationary market where all risk assets like that are all deflating gold is deflating less than stocks have in terms of price. Okay? So while you may be losing money you're, not, you're losing your money slower in gold than you are in everything else. Everything. Bonds are down 40%, stocks are down 30%, gold is down 10%. You're losing 10% a year at a minimum in inflation. So as a middle-class investor, you're getting, frankly, you're getting screwed 18 ways from Sunday. <laughs> Unless you can find the one bull market in the world, which sadly is the US dollar, which is losing to inflation and to commodities. And I think that commodities are going to be the place to be. Um, they have been for a while now, but they went through a pump and dump and uh, I think, uh, given the political situation, given the fact that the Biden administration wasn't damaged enough by this midterm election to restart, to, to you know, put, the, put the wind under the sails of the drill baby drill people that are, exist within the US um, financial and, and uh, you know, capital oligarchy, for lack of a better term, I'm, and I see war on the horizon you think oil is not going to go to $200 a barrel? Hmm. I do. Is it only if it only gets to 150, don't hold my feet to the fire that I I I only made just 60% in the oil markets like I didn't get you a double. Like, sorry. But, you know, what I mean, like, I, like we're going to we're going to see $150 a barrel oil unless we see a some form of peace agreement between the Russians and Ukrainians.
0: And that's not likely to happen. It's so what we see right now, right?
1: No, no, I don't see that at
0: all. I don't see it either. No,
1: no, I see a bunch. I still see a bunch of irre, un, unreasonable demands being made by the Americans, pushing the Ukrainians to make even more unreasonable, even more unreasonable demands than that. And any stories you see of like Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, meeting with Russians, you know, in through back channels and whatnot, I think that's all just you know playing for time so that NATO can get more troops in place in order to you know take this thing to to the next level in 2023
0: so the globalists want this sadly I'm
1: I'm not here I'm not here happy to say no I understand I don't I hope I don't I hope I don't look smug while I'm just holding a cigar in my hand like dude this is freaking scary
0: yeah so the globalists want this thing with Russia to go more and more because they want to destroy Europe and then we're next is they, that the idea
1: well yeah it, it is that they need to have a scapegoat for the collapse okay and in this case they want two scapegoats oh, they're they be. want the American they want the American war hawks on the one side and Putin on the other Hmm. you see the setup mm-hmm. while well, they in Europe going, we didn't really want this war even though we egged them even though they egged them on they put on these sanctions they took away all of Russia's um economic options I just uh, I just recorded a podcast which I haven't published yet with a man, with a Swiss man by the name a Swiss businessman by the name of Pascal Najati who told me a story yesterday of Gerhard Schroeder and the former Chancellor of Germany and Olaf Scholz that is proof positive that Olaf Scholz is in cahoots with everybody else to ensure that there is no um, rapprochement between Germany and the Russians over gas supplies to the the people of Europe. That the people of Europe are being sacrificed on the altar of globalism and the neocolonial banking system, old money powers, whatever you want to call them in Europe that put him in power in the first place. And he's not a captured pawn of the Greens. He's, and if he is, oh well, he has zero power.
0: So they can do this whole thing, what they want to do, and do the whole Great Reset thing and
1: They need to justify defaulting on all the debt. And you only do that if you put everything into crisis. But they want that crisis to happen on their terms at their time. In the same way they wanted the war in Ukraine on their terms and at their time, Putin went first and upset their plans.
2: Uh, walk us through a little a bit. into
1: all of this, yeah. And the Federal Reserve mm-hmm. is raising interest rates to force this moment to its crisis point before they're ready.
0: Mm-hmm. So walk us There's through a little bit on defaulting the for back. the debt. Really does. So walk us through a little bit, see how that works. So say you have, are you talking about sovereign debt that the Bank of England has? For example, we yeah, have, we're
1: talking about we're okay. talking about UK guilds, German bonds, U.S. Treasury, everything. Italian BTPs, like all those guys. Sovereign debt, we're sovereign in debt. the middle of a sovereign debt crisis that is this lying dormant, waiting to explode. And every day, the ECB and the Bank of England now in cahoots together because they executed a political coup in um, the UK to betray Brexit and bring the band back together. Okay, they're now they're now holding this thing together for another couple of months. What I see, Hmm. and the markets, when I looked at the markets this morning, all I saw this morning was, oh, look, Lagarde is gonna get another six weeks, eight weeks worth of reprieve until the next crisis happens, as opposed to this happening today. I wanted to wake up today to a 70 seat majority in the House and five Majority for the GOP. Not that I trust the GOP. Not that I'm no, a Republican. No. I'm not. I'm a freaking hardcore libertarian. No, I I, but, <laughs> but the message that would have been sent to the global capital is America's open for business again. We're going to get rid of Joe Biden and these crazy friggin' kid grooming, pedophilic Democrats, and you know, crime crazy Democrats who are just trying to destroy the freaking world. Uh, we're getting rid of them people in two years. It's the start the clock. Bring the money back into the United States. And the euro would have been down four cents this morning. Italian BTPs, uh, 10-year Italian BTPs would be over 5%. German bunds would be over 3%. That's not what happened. They're flat today. Hmm. So, so, All of it. so, The euro actually went up a little bit that's because f- the dollar fell because hmm. the Democrats are likely going to be able to get more spending. Sure, sure. Let, let's we'll let's go down. through on
0: the sovereign debt. So, so they actually default, and then they do a funny thing with a... 40-year forever loan with through the IMF creates the money and makes it all
1: no work. No, no 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 how does no, that no, work no. they just literally default on well, all you, the debt you can't do and, that I mean and, and what issue, about an all issue the... back to the bond. wait an issue back to the existing bond holders perpetual bonds like oh. the Bank of England has done twice in their in their in their existence paying I don't know half a percent one percent oh so
0: the IMF gives safe... the
1: debt gets wiped out all the Italian all the Italian sovereign debt goes away but the cost to this is going to be that you uh, that you have to accept a central bank digital euro that is programmable with 100% tax compliance, 100% co- surveillance, minority report, but with more German. So like I have a let, let
0: me ask. So I have a million dollar sovereign debt thing with the Bank of England in my pocket.
1: So you want you want a million dollars worth worth of uh, worth of UK gilts? Guess what? Huh. They're going to cancel those and issue you one million dollars that maybe you're paying four percent. They're gonna issue you a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars or whatever the hell it is, whatever the current par value of that bond is, mm-hmm. which right now is probably trading at sixty cents on the dollar, mm-hmm. they're gonna issue that at par. Or you know, at, at not at face value, but mm-hmm. at current at current rate. And they're gonna issue that as perpetual that you're never gonna get your capital back. Because remember, you put you gave them a bond. Yeah. Right? right? right. At the end of the term of the bond, you're gonna get your capital back. And- it not pays the, you a perpetual bond. You're not getting your capital back. You're just going to get an income stream forever.
0: And it's going to be way lower than the 4% I bought it at, right?
1: Of course. Of course. So, but with the
0: Tom LaWango, the, these things have got pension funds and everything. That's why you're talking about. If you do that to pension funds, they're they're dead. They're gone.
1: Pension funds are, the, the pension funds are going to get converted into a universal basic income. This is going to pay it directly. Oh, long-term. that's right. The money.
0: Of course. Yeah, the UBI thing, of course. Man. This is not good. This is not This is not good.
1: This is horrible. Now <laughs> <This is, laughs> hey, you know what? I'm smoking three cigars a day. Like this is horrible. And, and do
0: you think that they have this in mind for the United States once they do it over there and they can
1: pull it off? And what they're going to do to the United States? What? They're giving us the Hobson's choice of you can either knuckle under and go to war with Russia or you can secede Florida taxes, and then you break the United States, which the British Crown's been trying to do for 250 years, and that forces us to default on our debt. Because if you break the 50-state compact, U.S. Treasuries are now a broken product. Who pays that debt? Nobody. Has. Who takes that on? No.
0: This is this is the big and one. And Wall
1: Street is moving to Miami <laughs> in anticipation of this because they know what's coming.
0: So are you making a really good argument for gold, goats and guns? And, and just hunker down here?
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, you know, and, oh and the Fed is trying to is trying to bankrupt them first before we're broken politically. And the and the result from last night is as far as I'm concerned, you know, my my hmm. part, my partner yesterday morning, he, he texted me. He's like, so civil war tomorrow. And I'm like, nah. 2024. This is gonna. This is gonna be okay tonight. We'll get through this. But in 2024, all bets are off. That was me yesterday at two o'clock in the afternoon. Roughly at the same time we're discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my. I'm about it's roughly two o'clock here. So 24 hours ago, that's what I was thinking. Today, I'm well, like no, it's a civil war. No, it's inevitable. The United States is going to break apart within 10 years. It's inevitable. Well,
0: so are there any state senates or anything out there that could help this not be so bad? That are still out.
1: Oh, sure. Are there's they- plenty of there's plenty of, of, of plans in place okay. to try and mitigate the worst of this. Right. There are plenty of people making moves. But the big one is going to be if you see the Fed, if you see Congress immediately start pushing for massive amounts of new spending.
0: On and on what, for example,
1: on I don't know. Whatever. Right, again, it, what, Whatever. pick something no. with these people, it doesn't matter. Unicorn farts and fairies, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter what the spending is. They're Keynesians in this respect. Yeah. Keynesian is a euphemism for commie. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Like, dig a hole, fill it back in again, pay a guy $20 an hour for it.
0: You know, I was doing the numbers. Is it really possible, or am I close, that our interest on the debt is $1.5 trillion per year?
1: I, I don't know. Okay. I haven't looked okay. at the actual number itself. Yeah. It is what it is. It is going to go up. But it's not going up at the rate that it's... It's not It's not the current interest rate times the amount of debt. No. That is not what the number is. Yeah. You have to go through and look at each of the Q-SIPs and each of the series and know what, what the coupon rates for those are, total it all up, and then anything that's variable rate is going up. Yeah. And then when those bonds come due and have to be rolled over, they're going to get real rolled over at the new higher rates. That's going to in, impact the budget. Yeah. I mean, this whole this whole thing that every you know every interest or in every point of interest is going to be 300 billion dollars on the budget is nonsense okay it's like 30
0: fear porn that's just fear porn right
1: that's that's just bad analysis Mm -hmm. and i hate to say it but Mm -hmm. it was promulgated by 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 people i really respect people like luke roman like made that point for months earlier in the year and i'm like look what are you talking about like these bonds were issued they're paying 2.75 or they're paying 0.5 or whatever now you're talking about tips which are variable rate based on the
2: mm-hmm,
1: based mm-hmm. on the inflation rate. That's a different story. But so, even then, they have a coupon, and the value of the bond goes up, but the payout rate on the bond doesn't necessarily go up. depends on the depends on the tip, depends on the, the issue and the series and everything else. No, you know, I'm not going to make a a blanket statement about these things. I'm not saying that we're not seeing um, um, debt servicing rates in the United States not go up, but they're not going up at the same rate that they should be with us at four percent.
0: I see. So, so if you were the back of the envelope and guessing, say just say thirty trillion is more than that. Thirty trillion at what percentage would you put together. I get have to a that? way
1: out of this, and every and we already know what the way out of this is. The way out of this fiscal crisis in the United States is very simple. It's very simple. We have eighty one hundred thirty three point five tons of gold in the treasury, mm-hmm. held on the Fed's balance sheet at forty two dollars and twenty two cents an ounce.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But as a percentage of our actual forex reserves as a country mark to market, they represent 65 point something percent according to the World Gold Council's latest um, figures. It's something like 65% of our reserves. So we actually have $400 billion or whatever it is in in actual reserves. You can issue and this is what Trump and Mnuchin were talking about four years ago. This is why they wanted to put Judy Shelton on the Federal Reserve Board and Kamala Harris and John McCain fist bumped on the floor of the Senate when they blocked her nomination. Judy Shelton made this, I, I've been banging this my shoe on the table like Khrushchev about this for six months because she talked about this in a, in, a, in, a, in a podcast that I heard about six months ago. The thing they didn't, when Trump and Mnuchin were talking about 50 and year bonds to roll the debt out and to get the term on the debt out so that we don't have to pay it all all, all at once, mm-hmm. they were talking about a 5% gold redemption clause at the end of the bond. Now, mm-hmm. under that scenario, you don't have to pay eight percent on a fifty year bond at a six percent Fed funds rate. Right? Imagine the Fed goes to what my target around six percent, right? That means that you're likely looking at six and a half to seven percent on a or on a ten year bond, maybe even seven maybe even eight. And then what are you talking about on a thirty, maybe eight and a half? And then what would we be talking about on a fifty? Nine, nine and a half? Well, we can't afford nine and a half for to roll over. 30 trillion dollars at nine and a half percent no what we can do and we wouldn't issue we wouldn't do this when the fed's at six percent the fed's going to go to six hold it there for a while and then bring it back down to three so now we're talking about 50-year bonds that say six and a half percent right you don't if you do a a five percent gold cover redemption clause where you give them ten thousand dollars and five hundred dollars of that is redeemable in gold bullion at the end treasury bullion at the end of the life of the bond 50 or 100 years from now. So Who let's talk about the United States even being around 50 or 100 years yeah. from now. Let's what's ch- what's the chance of but that? But let's, let's assume for argument's sake that that would be the case. What coupon rate could you sell those at in a gold bull market? A lot. It's a treasury bear market. It's a gold bull market. Now start, don't, don't start thinking about dollar value of gold. Start thinking about annual return on a rising gold price. You think maybe you could sell a 50-year gold you know, redeemable bond with a 2% nominal coupon in dollars oh. if gold is rising 8 to 15% a year to balance the books? I don't know about you, Patrick, but I'm buying every one of those I can get my hands on, like hand over fist, because I'll tell you two, two reasons why. No different than... When Greenspan bought back all the 13% 30-year debt that Volcker issued, it was issued under Volcker when he jacked the prime rate to 21% and the Fed funds rate to I don't know some retard whatever the the high was 18% or whatever. We were selling thir- we were selling 30-year debt with a 13% coupon. Now Greenspan retired those within 10 years, paid them all back at net present value. Retired them all was not going to pay 13% interest for the next 20 years. Very smart. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. You know, he reissued, he bought them back, and then we reissued them at 6.5% or whatever they were trading at when he did, you know, because rates had come down. Well, that's the same thing that's going to happen here. And if you don't think that global capital is going to look at the United States doing that and not go, yeah, I'm signing up for that. I'll sign up for 15 to 17% a year with a 2%, you know, dollar cost after they... Bring inflation out of the system, bring inflation back to two, maybe three percent, blah, 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 blah. You don't think that's going to happen? I know that's at least one way they can get out of this. So who are the people that's that the are really going to get hurt? That's the easy one for me to explain. Mm-hmm. There's a whole other thing that's going on with, there's all other <clears throat> multiple ways we can get out of this. Yeah.
0: And the people that and will get guess hurt. You
1: who can't do that? Who? Europe because Europe is not going to do that because the ECB doesn't own the gold the Bank of Italy owns their gold the Bundesbank owns their gold. the Italians could do this but you know who's going to do it before we do it
0: Hmm. right China
1: and Russia and Russia the first thing they will do is they will they will restate their gold reserves to reflect reality which is not the numbers that you see quoted today right the world gold council's website and you see the the russians stopped publishing how much gold they're buying in february when the, the start of the war hmm. so that number's been frozen since february the russian sovereign wealth fund never stopped buying gold the russian central bank did for a little while the russians are still buying gold they're still running a massive trade surplus the chinese speculated for a year we've been speculating for a decade how much, how gold much the Chinese have? actually they, have. they don't really know they probably have fifteen thousand tons of gold
0: whoa Twice as much as we are, allegedly.
1: Ten times more than they say they do.
0: Oh, the, you say they'd have ten the times more than Central fifteen
1: thousand. They only they only report two thousand tons. you think the Russians aren't are only sitting on twenty two hundred do- tons of gold? Yeah, I think I think the czar had more than two thousand tons of gold
0: <laughs> in his basement. <laughs> Yeah. jeez, man, what a
1: yeah, man. no. A Seriously, man. when I say this, if we don't do it, they will. But if you want my honest opinion, the Fed still needs a lower gold price at this point in order to keep building the market's confidence and break the 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 break an entire generation of thinking that the Fed is always going to be there to bail the markets out. The Fed put. Hmm. Right? That's what I see is. That's what there's that's the first phase of the operation and after that you can start trying to do but you can start trying to do what I'm talking about because who benefits from a high, from a rising gold price right now not Russia not China not the US but Europe why Europe as the Fed raises interest rates all the debt in Europe has to rise commensurately in order to keep credit spreads the same in order to keep all interest rate swaps and and derivatives interest rate sensitive derivatives pension funds, levered loans, all that, all the stuff I was talking about earlier, all that stuff, they need to maintain the credit spreads. Internally, (coughs) Italian-German, U.S. German, U.S. Italian, blah, 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 blah. They have to keep all that stuff. And Japanese. And the, the Japanese bond market as well. So, as our debt rises, and our yield curve rises, well, their yield curve has to rise as well. Well, what happens when yields rise? Prices of bonds fall, right? So, the ECB is sitting on 80% 80% of the ECB's balance sheet is either European sovereign debt or claims against European sovereign debt, i.e. derivatives. How does the ECB get out, out from underneath this? Well, a rising gold price helps offset some of that. So, Because they mark their gold to market on their balance sheet, whereas we don't.
0: So big picture, the people that get hurt through all of this would be rather than be naked in the streets, would get central bank digital currency so they don't storm the White House or storm the castle or whatever. Well, oh, they're
1: going to try, they're going to try, they're going to, yeah, because remember, EBT cards here in the United States are just universal basic income. Right? So is unemployment benefits.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah. is a mandated $15 minimum wage.
0: Mm. It's all it's UBI. UBI. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or UBI, yeah. right? So, oh, I just got the notice from the IRS that yesterday that I owe them the, the next $2,800 tranche for the covid relief funds from the tax credits I got in 2020.
0: Oh, you do. Good for you. I already had
1: to pay the I already had to pay half of that back last year. Now I got to pay the other half of it back this year. <laughs> so, yeah, all of my covid relief funds now I have to go back into the Treasury.
0: What a mess you've got me into. Oh, or- Lauren Harvey and Lauren
1: Hardy a fine mess you've got Uh, me into
0: yeah a fine yeah a fine mess you've got me into is the is the line i was looking with the
1: with the the i even have the cigar button in my hand like this is good like this is great
0: i was looking i was like um so so this is george it says well he said i'm kind of confused but i'm really having a lot of fun thanks but why couldn't the why couldn't the treasury just issue a he's saying why can't a treasury just issue a gold-backed um Digital currency just point zero 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 six ounces or something is what George said.
1: They're never going to do that. The, the Treasury wants the United States destroyed, George. Oh. You to get, you've got to get control of the Treasury. The Treasury works for the bad guys. Jenny Yellen is a bad person. A bad person, yeah. She's a freaking Babos. She, she works for them. So mm. did yeah. Bernanke. Bernanke sold this country out a year before the global financial crisis when he changed the extra consciousness against the Fed's charter. The, again, Daniel DiMartino, who talked about this recently. She said, look, I was there at the Fed at the time when Bernanke just came out one day and said, we're going to change monetary policy to target a 2% inflation rate against the Fed's charter. They didn't change the Fed's charter. They just he just did it so so Jerome Powell sat there going we can't do this when he was on the Fed when he was um when he was a member of the Federal Reserve Board He's like, we can't do this can't do back this. then it's like we can't and Bernanke did it anyway why because the IMF wanted him to do so because Europe wanted him to do so so if they Trump, were setting this up for the last 15 years guys
0: well, wow so if Trump doesn't get thrown in jail and manages to get a le- elected isn't he CEO? he's not going to get
1: elected even if even if he runs Oh, really? Trump has damaged goods. He'll make things even worse. Really? This result also tells you that Trump is not that strong. Hmm. Again, why is Mitch McConnell the happiest? He's the third happiest guy out there this morning.
0: Who's the first two?
1: Uh, George. two. Klaus Schwab and the King of England. Yeah. Because they got what they wanted. Now Mitch McConnell gets to, have, gets, to, gets to continue to sell this country out and look like he's not doing so. I'm getting to the point now where, yep, if I had to fight one person, who would I fight? I'm like, cocaine Mitch.
0: He's really a commie. he's really a commie isn't he
1: he's a commie oh he's just terrible wow he's just terrible now that's 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 the that mcconnell is he is bought and paid for so many different ways who the hell knows who he works for It's no. like john mccain john mccain got up on any on any given sunday and didn't know that and when the phone rang he didn't know who it was going to be because he uh, he was because uh, he was owned and operated by so many different people wow I mean, I'm sorry. That guy had so many hands up his ass. He didn't know what the he didn't know whose it was any, on, on on any given Thursday. And the stories about same McConnell. McConnell, same thing with Kevin McCarthy, same thing with Mitt, with Mitt Romney, and all the rest of these guys. They're all owned. No, every one of them.
0: The stories about these guys are epic too, right? But you say Trump is damaged goods. Is this so?
1: Yeah. No. I mean, everybody. Look, we we couldn't even get in this environment, Patrick.
2: Hmm.
1: In this horrific environment everything going on yeah that brought Reagan to power they're gonna get what 12 seats are you kidding
0: yeah I agree
1: we're damaged as a society Wow. and even bracketing for the cheating and the GOP self-sabotaging okay that's 20 seats that's still only 30 seats they should have been 90.
0: With what was going on in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Should
1: have been 90 seats. Wow. It should have been the biggest, it should have been the biggest ass-kicking we ever saw.
0: If you were a betting guy, were you thinking it was it was going to happen? Did you, or were you just... You,
1: he, I thought 70 seats and that they would, they would steal 30 back and we'd see 40. Yeah. That's why I'm so angry. It's at least 30 <laughs> or 40 seats less than I was hoping for. That would have been the biggest big, big enough signal because that would have been a big enough signal to everybody who knows what's going on, mm-hmm. really knows what's going on, i.e. global capital mm-hmm. would know what the and the people on Capitol Hill, the squishy Democrats who would be up for reelection in 2024. They would be gettable. They're not gettable. now.
0: So with just a what is it, 204 to 187 in this, in the House, that's not enough to do anything, huh?
1: It's not done yet huh. they're not finished yet no it's got to be dude it needed to be 250. Wow that's not gonna happen it needed to be 250 185 or whatever yeah what yeah that's that's 435 it needed to be 250 or higher it needed to be four C four or five seats in the Senate I mean yeah Lisa Murkowski's gone so that's one republic that's actually a plus one in the Republican column because the other Republican actually won in the alaska senate race so because that's ranked they ranked choice voting up in alaska so they lost the house seat but they they got rid of murkowski who was definitely a democrat in republican clothing so you know globalists so they got rid of murkowski that's good but dude i'm serious even if it's 52 48 in the senate unless kirsten cinema just unless they finally abuse her to the point where she like goes independent like i'm sorry i just joe manchin same thing i mean we had to get we had to get an effective fifty eight fifty nine in the Senate and then a little bit of wheedling and cajoling behind the scenes and you could easily get that up to sixty. Now you've got a, now you've got a got something. Proof. Yeah. Now you've got a now you've got a now you've got sixty seats in the Senate. Now you can do all sorts of things. Yeah. Now you can override his you know, Biden's veto and all the rest of this nonsense. You can't do that now. Yeah. So Biden's he, gonna rule just like Obama did through executive order. Those yeah. executive orders will be in effect long enough to do all the damage before they're challenged and brought to the Supreme Court and struck down. Won't matter. The same damn thing they've been doing forever and a day. Yeah,
0: so real clear, and, real know, whatever, clear politics judges, has 48-48 right now, Senate. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. It's not done yet. No, They're not done yet.
0: How many they got open?
1: I, I don't know. It's whatever. It's, it's There's a couple of seats left that haven't been determined yet. Mm-hmm. You've still got Masters and out in Arizona. You've mm-hmm. still got a couple of seats left that haven't been determined yet. Mm-hmm because mm-hmm. they have to figure out how many votes they need to find <laughs>
0: how, can, know, how can this guy dammit? fetterman be doctor how,
1: look somebody said it to me this this <laughs> morning on twitter on twitter we just elected nero's horse to the senate did I mean, you not get it man getting... we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, no offense to john fetterman but he's Could, he's a vegetable yeah he's a vegetable Whew, wow and with a and with a democratic senator with a democratic with losing the republic the the the, the governorship as well hmm. and this was where mcconnell absolutely did the worst this is where mcconnell sabotaged everything like if you don't think mcconnell plays for the other team you're out of your freaking mind because the gop should have put all of their money they got mastriano to win the, the governor seat and help oz win and then even if Fetterman. Lost. Even if Fetterman won, if they cheated enough to get Fetterman to win, if Mastriano would won, then when Fetterman, you know, can't like serve because he can't speak, he can't vote, and he has to be replaced. He's gonna be replaced by a Republican governor. Then I can't replace him with a Democrat. Like that's that's what that's the governor's privilege. So they lock down Pennsylvania. It's crazy it's, it's, i mean this is ridiculous gretchen whitmer wins by 10 points how many ballots did they have printed up in in wayne county what's the voter turnout in detroit 135 percent really i don't know what the hell it is but whatever the number is you know it's damn. you know there's going to be 135 percent precincts in, De, in detroit and we're not going to be allowed to talk about because if we talk about it guess what we're domestic terrorists
0: you're domestic let me take a quick call before you go uh good morning who, or good afternoon who's this
1: this is Sean and Sharon up in Seattle. How are we doing?
0: We're doing good, Sarah. What's up?
2: Well, I wanted to get his prediction on the CBDCs. Uh, if he had the crystal ball, if it would be two years, five years, or
1: Here what? in the United okay. States? Here in yes. the U.S.? As long as the yes. Fed stays independent, we'll never have a retail C- uh, central bank digital currency here in the United States. Powell doesn't want it. No, one wants. they want a wholesale one because they want to replace Swift, right? Cuz they need to replace Swift uh-huh. cuz if they don't then Bitcoin is going to kill them. Lightning network will eventually just overwhelm. They need a wholesale digital uh-huh. uh, interbank intercentral bank and inter-primary dealer bank digital currency because the Swift system is basically the Telex system, it's 120 years old. And it needs to be right. replaced. It's right. slow and inefficient and all that. But a retail central bank digital currency, no, the Fed has no interest in that whatsoever. They have the reserve currency of the world. Why would they? Why would they go for that? Well,
2: and, and and to top it off, of what eighty percent of all the dollars or hundred dollar bills are outside the United States, and they'd have to right get everybody to give those up, and that would take uh, nobody wants to do that.
1: So right, and Martin Armstrong's no, point that there's so many Benjamins overseas <laughs> that they can't possibly do. It. They can't
0: no. do it. Yeah.
1: No, I right. uh, thank you. Now, I mean. I, it, it, it's I I, I agree. I, I just this I this this worry about central bank digital currencies is as much a gaslighting and PSYOP operation as it is anything else. Hmm. Because it is and and in some ways it's almost like we got everybody jumping at shadows now about who does and who doesn't work for the WEF. Just yeah. understand that watch the amount of pressure the Fed comes under in the next six months. That's gonna be your yeah. key. Everything else doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just noise. Hmm. I
2: 100% agree. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Sean. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Thank you. That. thanks for the call. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, we still see pictures of Tulsi Gabbard with the uh, Klaus Schwab. You know, the old.
1: <laughs> and she's like, I never went to the meeting. I was invited, but I never went. I and Klaus put it on my on. Klaus put me on on their website for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. And I told them to take it down. It took them four years to take it down. Why? <laughs> so that the cutards can you know continue to run the thing that she's you know Dan Crenshaw. With, you know, in drag. Like, mm-hmm. no, she's not. Dan Crenshaw is absolutely Davos. So was Justin Trudeau. So was so Chrissy Friedland. Okay.
0: Like, Here, here's uh, a final email. And this is a, a, a good one to, to close out on from Marley. Okay. So I don't understand everything your guest is saying, but it doesn't sound good. Uh, just in general, what should I be doing for my family? I live in, whoa, I live in Arkansas and we have five acres and, you know.
1: And you should, you should really start looking. And how can you shore up your local economy?
0: How can you shore you up? You
1: need to make sure that your local food production, your local, your your local, mm-hmm. you know, um, ability to keep the keep the world running. Like they're going to break everything down. So I don't know what that mean I don't know what that means because I don't know what you need in your town. Right. But I know that there ain't no tool and die shops left in the United States, and we could really use a few because things are going to break. And they're going to need to be retooled you know there's going to come a point where um we really do need to get i need i need new struts for my for my truck in order to be able to bring the hay to market how am i going to get that done Mm -hmm. because ford doesn't have any more because we shut down because this week we actually shut down the border between here and mexico you know what i mean like this is the and we need to be able to do that kind of work Mm -hmm. that is the thing that is Missing now, and that's where our fragility really lies. It's in the it's in the local food supply. It's in the local fu- food distribution, the local fuel distribution networks, and everything else. Get to know your local cattle farmer in Arkansas. Get to know your local rice farmer because mm-hmm. that's where most of the rice in America is, is produced. Yeah. I get to know your local pig farmer and and get to know your local uh, hay guy. Like you need to know this stuff, and then at, you know and 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 whatever you can do to. Keep your dollars and your money circulating locally, and it's time to get it's time to really shore up your local communities. Hmm. And if you're on if you're on five acres, well, I'm not telling you to learn how to farm because that's hard. Most people don't have a lot of time for it, and I've done it badly in my life. But you know, I still have a handful of goats, and I still know how to you know I still know how to like like get the girl in with the boy for the three minutes it take well 30, sorry 30 seconds it takes to then get her pregnant so that five months later i can have some milk yeah 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 okay I, like you know
0: that's what we do there we are well it's an honor to have you here thanks for a fun show it was jam-packed baby <laughs> 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 fair enough the only thing you were missing was a scotch the only thing you were missing was a scotch
1: but no dude if if, if, I, if I, I i'm supposed to keep it clean yeah. when i'm on your show yeah and i you know yeah. Yeah. and the scotch that, that that goes out the window
0: okay you have uh two uh websites we have got tomlomongo.me correct um
1: Tom? yeah Tom and L- patreon slash gold goats and guns but you can find the patreon service from oh, the gold from goats the and, guns. Huh. and then you know and I, I i do urge everybody to um subscribe to the podcasts as well because when i put podcasts out they're not often i only put out a couple of months but when i put them out they're almost always humdingers yeah and not because i'm not tooting my hand my my not tooting my own horn here but i get great guests and they blow my mind
0: hmm. Well, it's so, fun so um have fun tonight with the boys you know have fun you guys are gonna
1: <laughs> have a few oh we're gonna we're gonna twiddle some bits and move some and and play some workers and do the thing and you know and score some points and points are good yeah. and yeah
0: and you may so, have an adult beverage as well right
1: no we do this at, we do, actually do this on camp uh, at the university of florida campus Oh, do you at do? The food court oh. yeah well, i go da- i go down into the belly of the beast and uh we oh. do it there so no there's no there ain't no adult beverages happening at game night at at the for me, the closest thing will be coffee, but Starbucks doesn't take cash anymore, so I, I refuse to even buy coffee from them.
0: So. <laughs> All right, so Tom, thank you. It's been an honor. You take, take care. care of yourself, Patrick. brother. Thank you. Tom he Luongo, will. Patrick Tempone, one, Radio radionetwork.com. Fun guy. Well, that was a mouthful, wasn't it? Um, I mean, I didn't understand a lot of it because it was pretty financially geeky, but if you just follow the bouncing ball, you can see how uh, this whole thing thing is so intertwined and planned and wow. wow. So that gives us enough um, schmaltzy stuff to know that we just gotta get stronger. Speaking of getting stronger, I got a little, oh, my camera's gonna run out. Uh, I'd like you to explore this X3 baby. We did a show with uh, John Jaquish um, on Monday. This X3 is a home gym kind of thing. That is amazing. I've been doing it for mm, six, seven weeks. You will build muscle quicker than anything ever. I think it's on sale for three ninety nine. dollars 99 Go to oneradionetwork.com. Click on the link. And uh, one, oh, yeah, my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my, my camera just ran out. We've been trying to hardwire it, but that's okay. I can talk like this. Uh, go to oneradionetwork.com and you can click on the x3 ad and you don't need a promo code generally 549 that's what i paid for mine i didn't mine a six month credit thing they i financed it i didn't have 500 bucks to spend extra um but so i just did the credit thing so i paid monthly and uh but i really like this i think you're going to find it fascinating they give you a whole program So every day you do a certain thing, you do, and it tells you exactly how to do it so you don't hurt yourself, you're not sore, I've never been sore, well, one slight little thing in my back for about two days. Other than that, not one sore muscle, and I'm building muscle like more than I've ever had in my 76 uh, years in this little Italian body of mine. So check it out, it's called the X3, we're excited about it. I'm glad we were able to to hook you up and uh, $3.99 and three ninety nine on sale. Just trust me. Trust me, you get one of these guys. And if you do it, if you do it, you're going to be a happy camper and you're going to get stronger, spiritually, emotionally, physically stronger, which is what we need to do. If, what, if 20% of what Tom Luongo just told us about is true, which is probably way more than that, then, you know, we're going to be going through some curious times, so we got to get strong as strong as you can on all levels. Okay, uh, I love you all very much and I will see you Friday. Take Thursdays off to work on screenwriting and um, thanks. Thanks for being here. It's an honor to be here and we will see you on Friday. Let me know if I can help with anything. Patrick at JuanRadioNetwork.com Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com.